Hey, this is New from the Matchstick Skeletons, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. Yes, it is. You're listening to the As Yet Untitled Rock Show on Phoenix FM, and joining me on the phone, all the way from the City of Angels, the Matchstick Skeletons. New, how are you? Oh, man, I'm lovely. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's life in L.A.? You know what? It's hard to it's hard to complain about. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know, we, we got we got this record finished now, it's coming out soon. Uh I'm gonna go surfing this afternoon. Uh, oh but amazing. My band is in Canada and my wife's in Canada, so I'm just hanging out with my dog and he's sick of me. He's heard all my songs, he's heard all my jokes. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> there's a bit of that too tough crowd there tough crowd yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not very good at surfing either is he or has he come with you no I, you know what I've seen the odd person do it but he's a giant he's like the size of a moose I don't think he'd have a great time <laughs> to be honest and if he saw a dolphin he'd lose his mind so oh yeah the next level now you're joining us <laughs> to chat about uh, the matchstick skeletons um, I love the way you've described this band as a James Brown Lemmy love child I mean what gives birth to that kind of fusion? Well, it just, what we really wanted to do with this group is like take kind of the, the rhythmic elements of funk music that we love, but then the storytelling parts of rock and roll and see if you can't just throw them in a blender and then just spill that on the street and see what shows up. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, that love of like that kind of music kind of showed up. Uh, Maddie and I, we were in a band called Head of the Herd and a lot, a lot of times, man, you finish a gig at like whatever, one, two in the morning and then you got to, do morning radio in the next city. So you just drive through the night. Yeah. Uh, and Maddie and I would do a lot of the night drives together. Uh, he didn't have a driver's license though. So I would drive and he would just like blast prints uh, and we'd just <laughs> eat spits and, and talk, <laughs> talk yeah. all night. And so we he's just kind of bonded over that time. There. If he's, well, I'll get a ride with you. But he's you so entertaining. <laughs> but we made him we made him stay up and drink Jack Daniels and entertain us. So it was pretty fun. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was just like the love of that kind of music, and then when when Head of the Herd face planted and ended, uh, we just kind of talked and we were like, we should write some songs, and the kind of just that that sound was a part of it uh, right off the bat. Yeah. And we, when we found Told You So, it was really like, ah, this is this is that place where the Venn diagram meets. Yeah, the uh, and we, we just it just felt it just felt right, you know, because you can you can boogie to it or you can headbang to it. There's some options. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, how did it go? What was it like? We could get together. Is that? Yeah, man. That that's <laughs> that's like the the kind of the funkiest. That was like our dipping our toe in the water, uh, and that that was a tune that I honestly really dug because like it swings. That tune swings a lot, and like modern rock and roll is pretty much people snap it to a grid because a lot of people are using computers a bit too much, uh, and so that's something that I love. I always loved about rock and roll. That's I think's kind of been lost a bit. Is just like. No nah, man, it can swing. It doesn't need to be yeah like a metronome. It doesn't need to be quantized. Uh, but you've got to let your drummer do that because uh, if you snap him to a grid, it's going to sound like every other drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what drummers want, isn't it? A little bit of, bit of fluidity. <laughs> yeah, give him some freedom, man. <laughs> so there's you, there's Matty. Who else is in the Matchstick Skeletons? Just the two of you? Uh, no, so we got Ryan Stead on, uh, on the guitar and the keys uh, and Cole Friesen on the bass. Nice. And those boys both are beautiful singers. Uh, so that was a, that was a really big thing about this is like finding singers that we could, that just like the three of us could harmonize together in a way that I'd never had in a band. Uh, like even in Head of the Herd, man, like I, I had, Brittany and I had a good thing together 
Uh, and just, but I just, we just weren't writing parts like that, right? So there was yeah. kind of background parts and then there was duets. Uh, but with this, oh man, it just feels like one voice sometimes. It's so, it's so nice singing with those boys. And, and I just feel lucky that I met him when I met him. And they said yes when I asked him to join the band. Awesome. A- anyone else got a driving license or still just you? <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully, everyone but Maddie. But I think he might have got it this year. Oh, and I keep telling him, I'm like, finally. I'm like, dude, I've, I've driven you to, <laughs> like, I don't know if you know Canada at all, but I'm like, I've driven you from Vancouver to PEI in the winter. You owe me. You owe me like 200,000 kilometers of driving. <laughs> a lot of driving to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> so the debut single for the Bachelor Skeletons, Told You So, uh, we'll have a little listen to that in a minute. What was it like to finally get to release your first single under the the new band oh man it it was a it was a really big deal uh for for both of us and because like you know we had a we had a lot of like a lot of good stuff happened with with head of the herd man we opened for guns and roses house and chains we had a number one hit it was like it was pretty yeah. sweet yeah uh but it it had to die it was it just like it just was <laughs> not functional in a way that was going to continue uh and that broke i think all of our hearts I yeah. think everyone kind of knew that that was gonna happen, or like that it was not sustainable. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But it hurt, man. It hurt. It really sucked. Uh, and then, really, I went off the deep end, and I went and made like a crazy electronic record, and I started scoring films, uh, not knowing if I'd be in a rock and roll band again. And then when Maddie and I started writing the songs, I realized, oh man, that's just like that's what feels like home. That's that's me getting to be me. Uh, and us getting to like connect in a way that I just feel so lucky that we that we did right and and we did it in secret we did it with our own money because we didn't want to have to do it if we didn't like it <laughs> so you know it was yeah, like yeah. it was a really weird way to do it we did it slow uh, and in private and then we just realized oh man this is the band we've been trying to make since we were teenagers just like mucking about in a garage you know yeah uh, so it was it was beautiful and so I told you so coming out uh, it was just like a shot to the shot to the arm, man. It just felt really good, uh, and we've and we've toured that song a lot. And live, man, the oh. like everything just goes off the rails when oh, that when that bridge hits and the rhythm changes. It is fun. <laughs> you notice it. It's great. It must have been a time if you've you've experienced, like you say, touring with supporting massive bands to go to the then writing film music. It's cool, but you must miss that element of we need to do this live. Let's get back out there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's different. Like I, I love I love being in the studio. Um, but it's a bit of a trap too, you know, like you kind of get, you get a bit Howard Hughesy and you get a bit Hermity and then yeah. all of a sudden you're bad with, you're bad with eye contact cause you haven't talked to anyone in weeks, but tour is amazing. <laughs> you just wake up in a different city every day. Uh, you talk about music all day. You listen to music all day. You eat garbage food, you drink too much and you get to play rock and roll that you love. It's like, <laughs> there's no feeling, there's no feeling on earth like that, man. There's no place where I feel more like myself than when I'm on the road. So yeah, it was, it was just like a, a revitalizing part of all of our lives to just realize actually how important that was because kind of like when from the age of 13 till ahead of the herd stopped, that's all I thought about was playing rock and roll live. Uh, and I just chased that and I chased that and I chased that. And when it went away, I had to kind of reinvent who I was. And then I realized, no, I don't. I'm a rock and roll person, and I like going on tour. I'm just gonna do that. I'll <laughs> do it again. Like, yeah. Awesome. I'm glad you did. What can you tell us about uh, about the track? I told you so. What what inspired it? Well, what it to be? Well, it was like it's kind of like people are, are a bit surprised to hear this, but like it's 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 a love song. 
it's just not a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I always think the, there's a Nick Cave quote that I'm going to mess up. And he's just like, I always try to write a love song. Just boy meets girl, but then girl always goes into the kitchen and grabs a knife, and it just goes <laughs> goes south. And so it's kind of one of those man. It's 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 unrequited love. She's like my teeth are falling out. She's yanking me down the stairs, but I just can't can't shake it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've can't been there. It. We've been there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Who hasn't? Awesome. So we'll give it a spin now. Do you want to introduce it for us? All right. Hey, this is new from the Matchstick Skeletons, and you're listening to Told You So. Hey, this is New from the Matchstick Skeletons, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. It's the Matchstick Skeletons, I told you so. What a tune. I'm still with New from the band. That was brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, man. Unapologetically loud, proud, and making an entrance. What was he said in your, your press release about the bottle? Doesn't just pop the cork, it smashes the bottle. That's, that's the Yeah, that's the plan with that with that song. It's like, you know... Present the bottle, show it to the person, see if they would like you to open it, and then smash it on the ground. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there it, it is. starts. It well, it starts with like a a bit of a bit of control. It's a bit refined. It sounds like a song, and then it sounds like you know we just took the whole barrel of monkeys, poured it down the stairs, uh, and then just picked it up at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff. That's off your um, upcoming album, Change the Channel, uh, which is set to wow the world later on this year. Is that a good representation of what's to come on the rest of the album? What's what's coming in? I think it's a good it's a good umbrella to hold over it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it covers a few different parts of it. It's it's not like we got ten versions of Told You So coming out. Like there's there's a lot of oh yeah of different like sonic textures, a lot of different stories, but we chose that one to be the single because, like, I like that people hear that first. Like, we have some like nicer, more melodic music, but I love that that one just kicks the kicks the door down. It's oh, like yes. you don't have to like it, but you're gonna notice when that song gets put on. <laughs> <laughs> it is here. Oh, here we go. We've got a guest. Oh yeah, we got a dog. Let me just <laughs> let me just stringer. Get out of here. See, he's been hearing me sing songs for like a year straight alone, so. <laughs> He thinks he's got to chime in sometimes. <laughs> to feature him on the next uh, album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get back to the mic. Well, actually, we I haven't really told anyone this, but we filmed another another music video. Hey, I'm back in the mic. Uh, we filmed another music video when I was out in the desert uh, for the song I'm the Dog, and he's the star. Oh, he's the star. You'll amazing. see. But it's, and we, we linked up with this animator from uh, Montreal, Quebec in Canada. Yeah. Uh, and I think he did he did a really cool job. It's basically like the the Simpsons desert hallucination after he has that hot chili pepper. <laughs> if you know the reference, you know it. If you don't, it doesn't matter, but it's gonna be fun. I promise that. Oh, awesome. Starring your dog stringer. Yeah, precisely. Oh, amazing. Now, back to the album. You're in, uh, you're from Canada, you're based in LA, uh, and yeah. the album, of course, naturally, uh, I believe was recorded in Wales. Well, actually so um you're a bit. You're close. Ah, okay. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> uh, so we we kind of made this album all over. Like we some of this bits, man. We we recorded on a tour bus. Some of it recorded backstage. Uh, some of it was recorded in the studio in Vancouver, and a lot was done in L.A. Uh, but the Wales connection, that was actually kind of like the first record Maddie and I made together uh, was the third head of the herd record, and we were in Rockfield, ah. uh, and we just had this like beautiful experience, and that was it's one of my favorite studios I've ever been to one of my favorite sessions I've ever had. Uh, but it's really, it's just, the reason that's significant and the reason we talk about it is because it's when him and I really connected. 
in a way that it was like, okay, we're going to, whatever happens here, man, we're going to play music for a long time. Yeah. So then when that band blew up, and I don't mean blew up, succeeded, I mean imploded, I suppose. <laughs> in a good way. Uh, <laughs> it was just, it was, a, it was just a no brainer that him and I were going to keep playing music together. Yeah. Um, but man, yeah, that, that studio, it, it just like, it just raises your pulse. You walk in the door, you just, there's so much history there. There's so much cool music and, Oasis boys beat each other with cricket bats in the courtyard that were just like hanging out, smoking darts. And it's just like, it just feels right. You're just going to write different music when you're in that environment, you know? Yeah, it's funny how different studios seem to create different albums and you just get more and more history gets created in places. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I, just, I think about like two different studios I've worked in and like there's ones where you're downtown and you open it and just like the sound of taxis and people screaming just kind of pours in. <laughs> that affects you. That kind of sticks with you. And then when you're in... Rockfield in Wales, you open the door and you might hear a cow moo. Yeah, there's a sheep uh, or something. <laughs> and you, yeah, and you see all and you see more stars than you've ever seen in your life, and it's just you think differently, uh, and of course it seeps into the music, right? Yeah. And I like that. I like being fully immersed when we do things like that. Like, I, I don't mind. I don't mind recording in my own studio, but I love just going away for a month and coming back with songs. They're always just something different that you probably wouldn't do if you were in your own spot, you know. Yeah, go on. Experience a bit of bit of world to to bring in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I don't know. It, it's it's just a fun thing. And it was honestly the reason why, like when the pandemic hit, because we were on the road with the Glorious Sons. Uh, we we had done like L.A. to Denver with them, uh, and then you know the world kind of fell apart and touring was no longer. Mm. And that's when I took basically the band's RV, went into the California desert with my dog Stringer and a bunch of instruments and a camera, uh, and we came back with some songs and the music video for Already Down and. But that was also fully immersive, right? You open the door and there's yeah. coyotes and snakes and scorpions. It's just <laughs> like, it's a different well, world. That's awesome. So you worked with uh, uh, producer Mark Rankin on, on this album. What was it like working with him? Yeah, so so Mark actually mixed it. Uh, so, But he's a, he's a UK fellow who lives out here. Um, and and kind of when, when we were like halfway through this, we started talking about who, who was going to mix it. Because there's this fellow, Ben Kaplan, who I've worked with for years, and he makes Told You So, and he is a gun, man, and he's a, he's a brilliant producer. He's worked with like Biffy Clyro and Mother Mother and oh, and wow. some really just amazing bands that I that I love. Yeah, and he's also just like a funny a funny dude. Like, and he kind of I met him. He engineered the By This Time Tomorrow record uh, with, that we did with Garth Richardson, um, and Garth's an amazing dude too, man. He made like the first Rage record, uh, but so between Ben and and Mark, that's what makes this whole album. And and Mark had a really cool touch to it, man. It was just like a different a different flavor. And and I reckon like between what those two boys did, there's a really cool sonic atmosphere that we created. It and I, they blend in a way that I wasn't sure they would, and they do. And I'm stoked. Nice. I can't wait to hear some more of it. Now speaking of uh, of creating your own atmosphere uh, as well as the album, you've been doing a few uh, unplugged tracks and matchstick skeletons too. Yeah. What was it like stripping everything back? Well, it, it was just like, there's some heart in the songs that I think you can miss if it if you're just listening to the to the drums or if you're just like bobbing your head, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that, it was really like, well, you know, I was talking about just like singing with the, with Ryan and Cole, uh, and I really just wanted a, an opportunity for people to hear what these three voices sound like together. So I'm the dog in particular. Uh, just being like guitar and voices um it was just important to us to show like oh man like the song is the song a lot of the other stuff is like fun and it's ear candy and it makes it 
wicked to play in a in like a a venue. Yeah, let your hair down. Just too. something amazing about just hearing hearing these three voices, and I just man, I just feel lucky I get to do it. Um, but that was kind of the, the pulse behind that was just like these songs are already out, they're already on the EP, but I want people to know uh, th- that when we're when we're on the tour bus, this is what we're singing. Right, we don't have all our stuff, and, yeah. but we're still singing these songs, you know. A little sneak behind the scenes. I think you're right. You, you often hear so much more soul in a song when you hear it stripped back, and you just focus on yeah being well. And there's, and there's a lot, like I don't know. I'm I'm a really like lyrics fo- focused person, but I know a lot of people that aren't, and they just like they like melodies, but you can't not hear the lyrics when that's all that's there, you know. Yeah. What's it like for you performing in that way, in that kind of stripped back, fragile moment? Well, it's it's different. I I knock over a lot less stuff. I do a lot less like <laughs> s- sweating and bleeding <laughs> on the instrument. So, safer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it it feels good. It feels good. Is because it's different. But there's always a part of me that just wants to turn it up and smash something. Yeah. <laughs> that's just inside. That's inside of me somewhere. I don't know why or where, but that's got to come out too. The inner rock stuff. So. <laughs> So what's coming up in the uh, in the near future for the Match Six Skeletons? I know you've got your album coming. Well, yeah, man, the album's a big one. Uh, after the plague, I want to come over there and play some shows. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. But until then, we're just going to keep keep putting out music and making videos and just trying to get everybody through this, man. Like, I, I don't know. it's I've never felt closer to music in my life than I do, like, right now. Uh, because since this thing, man, I've, I've just spent so much time alone and, mm. and I realized, like, man, music's always there for you. There's a song at every moment of your life that is appropriate and can probably make that moment better or easier or more comfortable or more important. Yeah. Uh, and so I've, I've just really focused on that this whole time. And, you know, that's why I just want to keep making music and give it to people to, so I can provide that for someone the way my my artists have provided that for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just really important to me. Yeah. Oh, so often in life, you, you just find, you need to find a song that just captures everything. And, puts and, it and, and, and sometimes it changes, right? Like there's songs that mm. just take on a different perspective, and it's either you hear a lyric differently, uh, or you're just in a different spot, and and something else kind of the flashlight shines on a different part of the song. Um, but a, yeah, a big one for us is just just making sure the lyrics are are sound, and people can find something in them, and not to over-explain it where people can't find what's in the lyric in themselves, because that's important too. Yeah, everyone connects within it. Slightly different way. Yeah. Also, where can people find out more about the Magic Skeletons? Reach out, get involved. Oh yeah, man. Where can they find you? Uh, just, just look us up. And most social media we're on, and the ones we're not. Sorry, <laughs> but the big <laughs> one being Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. That's where we put almost everything. Uh, so follow us there today because we're going to be talking loud and proud about this record once it comes out. Awesome. We'll find you there, or we'll find you in the. LA desert in California somewhere next <laughs> yeah, to you know yeah if you see, if you see a, a moose on a leash that's probably my dog Stringer and just come say hey <laughs> awesome new thanks for joining us it's been a pleasure to have you on hey I appreciate ha- uh, you having me man it's good chatting I've been Stuart Pink on the Now You're Talking podcast. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, then you might like a few of the others too. Loads of guests from all walks of life, from rock star, hall of famers, movie stars, to community heroes and 104-year-old chicken farmers. They're all involved. And the best bit is this is a show 
where the guests really do speak for themselves. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Just search for Stuart Pink or Now You're Talking wherever you get your podcasts from. Sweet, 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 sweet.